on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome to the Aggies Coaches Show. Brought to you by Ruby's, home of the Aggie Coaches Show. SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. Ford, build Ford proud. Stokes, Stokes Trucking, doing the right thing since 1979. America First Credit Union, reach your financial goals faster. Sports Academy and Racquet Club, your club, your results, your life. Smith's, proud partner of Utah State Athletics. Beaver Mountain, come ski the beef. Zion's Bank, for big time banking with a home team feel. Zion's Bank is for you and by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now, from Ruby's, the Aggies Coaches Show, here's the voice of the Aggies, Scott Gerard. Hey, welcome in. It's another edition of your Aggie Coaches Show. We've got a special show on tap for you today. Is we got a bowl game coming up, and we got uh, the middle. Look, you got transfer portal. you got all kinds of weird stuff going on. So Coach Anderson's on the road. Our basketball coaches shows kick off next week. So let's talk about your Mountain West Conference regular season volleyball champs, back-to-back-to-back champs. The volleyball team is just getting it done. Rob Nelson, head coach, joining us now here on the Coaches Show. Coach, how are you? Doing great. Excited to be with you. Oh, I don't believe you for a second, but that's all right, man. Hey, uh, but there's so many good things to talk about. What a great season you had um, and, and so many great memories with a special group of players. And considering the work that you put into this program, uh, there was a lot of heavy lifting to get it to where it is now. Um, are you able at this point, I know that the NCAA losses stings and, and that'll take a minute to recover from, but overall, can you look back and appreciate what you guys have been able to do over the last few years? Oh, man, we've just had so many impressive people, impressive players uh, in the gym. uh, And I don't know, when we came, that was the goal. We wanted to win championships, and I think it's been amazing, uh, the success that we've been able to have the last few years in the Mountain West Conference. And we want to make runs in the tournament. And, uh, you know, that hasn't been uh, an area we've been able to to breach yet. And so we're excited. We still believe that big things are in front of us. Uh, we still think that there's lots to build. We love the momentum that, that uh, these players have created, uh, and they've been as successful as any program in the history of Utah State in terms of winning championships. And so, uh, you know, this is a special group of players, and we're so proud of them and, uh, and then excited for the future. To go 17-1 and one in the regular season in the Mountain West, and if people don't know, and, and, and I'll be the first to admit, I've been working on my volleyball knowledge over the last year and, and obviously watching what you guys have grown and developed there. Mountain West is no joke when it comes to volleyball. It's really competitive, and there's a ton of parity. And so just teams that are great from the top of the league all the way to the last teams. We had uh, the last week of season. You're playing an 18-game season, so there's a lot of games in there. And uh, the last week of season – we were the only team that had clinched a playoff spot. Wow. There were uh, eight other teams that were vying for the other five spots in the Mountain West playoffs. And so just a ton of parity. Uh, it's competitive. They do a great job nationally, uh, you know, when we play in our non-conference schedule. And so, you know, the Mountain West has been tough. And so it's been fun to just, you know, try and scale that mountain. Did you um – you know, you've had a few special seasons, but did you have a vibe going into this year that this could be a really fun year for your for your uh, for your team? Uh, the run that this group went on last year in the Mountain West Conference uh, to win that tournament. Uh, you know, we finished fourth in the conference during the regular season last year, and then uh, I told the group 
their run in the Mountain West is as special a run as I've ever seen a team make in a big time moment, a big time tournament of any team that I've coached. Mm. And I've been with, you know, uh, a BYU men's program that was at top of the country. I was with the USA men, obviously doing great things internationally. Uh, this team, in terms of playing at the height of their level, we're as good as a- any team, you know, in terms of, okay, we're playing at the at the top of our level in a high-pressure moment last year in the Mountain West Tournament. And, and we returned the majority of that team. And we added some depth, which I think uh, made it great, you know, really competitive in our gym. Um, we added some really special pieces, but the, the group, the core group that we had coming back, we, we knew that something special could could happen with this team and they're so tough they're so resilient they work so hard they compete like crazy uh we just say this is a group of absolutely badass women when you start really trucking through that conference schedule and you know and i'm giving updates on scores during football games and i'm like wow they won again wow they won again and we would have diana sabo the new athletic director and she's like i want to talk about these two wins they had this week and stuff like that how did you feel like they handled that because when you go on a winning streak like that and you're stacking wins upon wins that can be emotionally draining but it seemed like they were always up to the challenge Absolutely, and it it is emotionally draining, and it's tough. I mean, the season is just an absolute grind, and you're it's so competitive. And not only is it competitive each match you play, but it's so competitive in our gym, and so yeah. you're competing for a spot every day. Uh, but I think a group that does that, that has to compete for a starting job, and then has to compete in a conference that challenges you, had to compete in a non-conference schedule that was as tough as almost any other teams in the country. Uh, it hardens you a little bit and you get a group that's mature and then to have a team that had seven seniors on it uh, that's already seen so much I think that's really what made this group special is that they were so veteran uh, and regardless of the ups and downs and the emotions and the dramas that come with the season they were just able to fight through all of that and they're just so tough uh, and so resilient and uh, and were able to play at a high level just all throughout the year tough loss in the semifinals in the tournament what was those two days or three days waiting for selection uh for that selection moment and stressing whether or not you get that at large or not uh we felt so confident that we were had had done the work throughout the regular season uh to earn an at large bid i think we were 16 in the rpi in the national rankings which is as high as our program has ever been since we won a national championship in the you know in the 1970s uh, and so we were very confident. You just don't know. Yeah. Uh, and so I think, you know, we were pretty sure we were going to get a spot. But do you fall in some rankings? What do the matchups look like? Uh, where do we end up? Uh, the fact that we ended up as a six seed, I think, was a surprise. We thought we might dip a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we weren't too stressed out because this team had done such great work throughout the year. Most conference wins in uh, uh, school history, regular season wins at 17. Um, three straight Mountain West Conference titles. You've really set a standard there. When you go into recruits' homes now, is that message getting out? Do people know, like, oh, Utah State, this is, this is the real deal here? Uh, we, we certainly hope so. And uh, we think that's the message that we tried to paint all, you know, the last four years was what can we build at Utah State? What can this place be? And uh, when I was looking at the job, you know, obviously I was taking over a program that was a little bit down and a little bit out. And, um, and, but you looked at what was there, 
right? Here's a, you know, a football team that had sent a first-round draft pick in Jordan Love to the Packers and a basketball program under Craig Smith that had won a couple Mountain West championships. And so you look at that landscape and you think, man, this is a program that can be successful. This is something that we can build. And then you look at the herd and just the passion of the students for sports. Yeah. And you think about what volleyball showcases for female athletes and just their athleticism and their grit and their determination and their togetherness and the way that it showcases just all the amazing things of female athletics uh, I think we knew that we could build something really special and to see it come to fruition and to get to you know do the Scotsman in front of the herd those were moments that I think got us a little bit uh, weepy as you reflect on man what these players have built and what they've established and they've done things that are unprecedented in our program and so to tell that story and to say not only did we imagine it and envision it to recruits, but this is what we've been able to pull off. And this is the environment that is as fun as any environment in the country. You know, for, for the listeners that have been in the Estes, it is rocking. It is a party. We call it Club Estes for a reason. And to just, you know, get to sell that to recruits, this is a place where you want to be. And this is just a special community that supports us. Uh, it's a special type of athlete that wants to come to Logan and just have that experience, Utah State experience, and wants to come be great at volleyball. It's it's everything we'd hoped it would be, and so we're excited that we get to tell that story to recruits. I, um, you know, you don't need to name names, but you probably go to some venues where it's pretty quiet, and you have to kind of create your own juice uh, when you're on the road. But here, that's not a problem at all. And to look at the culture that you've built there that when you go to a volleyball uh, when you go to a volleyball match at Utah State you know you're in for it and you know you're not just watching volleyball but you're 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 going to a party and uh, what kind of advantages does that bring to your team when you're up against an opponent that's like whoa I, I don't see stuff like this very often yeah it's huge and and to be frank we've you know we've played in arenas that are empty and or you know you play in a 10,000 arena and there's 1500 fans there it feels empty yeah uh, but we also played at Nebraska at the beginning of the year and they packed 8500 people into their arena and the takeaway was that they were just so nice you know and they were just so friendly and they were just uh, they were such good fans and so knowledgeable and they cheered for us and they cheered for Nebraska and we came back to the Estes and played a match in the, a sold-out match against Utah in the Estes. And it is crushing, and it's deafening, and there is so much energy. And, you know, the student section is so good, and they're right on top of our opponents that it's just different. Even then, a packed arena was when we played at Nebraska, and it's a different environment. And I... You know, I've been in environments all over the country. I've been in environments all over the world. There's not many that are more fun and more raucous and more crazy than the Estes. We're going to talk more about this team, what to expect in the future, what recruiting's like for you, uh, all kinds of good things. Blake Anderson also expected to join us coming up about 645, so we'll chat with him. Uh, but this is the kind of the part of the show where I always have the coach kind of introduce the players we're going to talk to now. Shelby uh, Capion as well as Tatum Stahl is going to join us next. Uh, kind of talk us through those two players, what they've meant, meant to you and your program. Yeah, I mean, this is the real show coming up, right? This yeah. is, uh, we say uh, all the time uh, that the players are the magic. Uh, and right, Tatum has been with us uh, since the beginning, right? She's the one that kind of first bought into this message and 
was, you know, had signed with the previous staff, uh, was excited to come to Utah State for the culture and for the athletic department and for the experience. Uh, and, you know, we convinced her to stay when the coaching staff uh, changed, and we were so excited to get her up. And just to watch her development over four years has been unbelievable. She's grown as a player, as a leader, uh, just tough. She's been a three-time all-conference performer, uh, and so she's done it in the biggest moments and has just been such a leader for us. And it's, you know, it's been so fun to coach her and, and to see her develop. Uh, and then Shelby as a, was a transfer from UNLV, and Shelby has just been a winner everywhere she's gone. Uh, the teams that she played on at UNLV were great. Um, I, if you've ever seen her play, she's this undersized outside hitter. And, and some might think that that's a, a disadvantage, but uh, all the time she's learned how to how to play the game at an elite level and how to get out of certain situations and how to score. Uh, and it just seems like wherever we put Shelby on the court, she wins. And uh, wherever she's been as a player, she wins. And so we've just had this group of of winners that know how to win in tough circumstances, in tough situations. Uh, and that's absolutely been Shelby and Tatum for us over the last few years. Awesome. Coach, we'll give you a break. Uh, we'll bring you back in after we talk to uh, Tatum and Shelby. Coming up next, you're listening to the Aggie Coaches Show, brought to you in part by USU Credit Union, serving true Aggie since 1957, and the only credit union conveniently located on campus. Visit the branch inside the University Welcome Center or any of the six locations around Cash Valley. USU Credit Union, smart, local, and convenient. We're live here at Ruby's Pizzeria and Grill. It's the Aggie Coaches Show from Learfield. Welcome back. You're listening to the Aggie Coaches Show from Learfield. And we're talking volleyball. And so many great stories from this past season over the last few years. Joining us now, Tatum Stahl, Shelby Capion from the team, kind enough to join us. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Shelby, let's start with you. Uh, transferring from UNLV, uh, Logan's a little bit different from Las Vegas, but yeah. what was it about this program that really jumped out to you? You said, this is where I want to finish my college career. Yeah, um, I'm... I've always been a small town type of girl. I think uh, Vegas really drew me in because it's known as the ni ninth island for Hawaii people. So I knew that there will always be um, family around, people to see, people I'd know. Uh, yeah. But then I wanted to kind of branch out there, get used to the snow. <laughs> Never been raised with it. Because uh, you grew up in, was it Hawaii? Hawaii, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, this, this past winter was probably my first, like, real time in snow. So that was pretty fun. Was, uh, and th that was a heck of a winter too. Yeah, that was, was a rough a heck one. Of, yes, it was. It was okay. Yeah, <laughs> driving that scares me. Um, but it, I, I just liked Logan. Just seeing uh, the school atmosphere, the culture, the fans. Uh, sometimes everywhere I go, someone's always like, "Oh my God, you're on the volleyball team." In Vegas, that would never happen because you have the strip and like yeah. so many different parts. So I think that's one of the reasons that really brought me here. Tatum, uh, you were recruited by the previous staff. Uh, you played, and and you've seen kind of the lows, and then the highest of the highs. What's been what's that like been like for you? Yeah, it's definitely um, you know obviously you don't know a lot going into something like that, and then when COVID hits, everything's just like so unexpected. 
But I remember last year at the end of my end of season meeting with Rob and he was like, what can we do like to be better and to be a better program? And I was like, every year I've been here, like it's just gotten better. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've seen it with the trophies and the games and just how the, and like the atmosphere has changed so much. Um, but yeah, it's just so crazy. Like just thinking about it now, how different it was four years ago. And now that we're a winning, a winning team. Did you get the sense with uh, Rob and, and this new staff, like, okay, like we, we can turn this thing around pretty quick? Yeah, 100%. I can remember our call vividly. I was in my kitchen. I was like, yeah, this guy, he wants to turn this program around. And I know that he wants girls on his team that are going to work really hard. And I was completely bought into that. Shelby, when you saw when you met Rob and the staff and you decided to come to Logan, was that a big part of it too, just the success that they were really starting to build and the momentum they had going? Yeah, I did want to come on a team that – was like still developing but they were good um and then also like the coaches they really drew me in they're very like family oriented and that's like one of my top priorities um that means they like take care of their girls make sure that we're okay make sure we're doing the right things at the right time you know so uh yeah they they were very welcoming too and even the team the team was so welcoming i never felt like i had to shove myself in here and like fake my ever being someone else you know so they really uh they really got me out of my shell and really um, just accepted me for who I am. Rob said that you've been a winner every every level. Did that start at, like, the club and the high school level too? Or? Yeah, uh, not really high school. We always got third. And yeah. I, was, I was so mad every time. I was like, oh, we can never get past the semis. Uh, but college for sure, like, uh, yeah. I think I've got – tournament regular season NIVC all championships so yeah it's been a fun ride <laughs> yeah well Tatum what, what what is it about this team because obviously you guys have tons of talent but you got to have chemistry too and, and you guys got to get along and all the all the other intangibles that have to come together uh has that always been the case here at Utah State over the last especially the last few years yes most definitely you'll always catch us in games like we will just be at the net laughing when we should probably just be the most serious ever and we are definitely not no we just have a lot of inside jokes and we just love to hang out with each other and you know just have our dance parties pre-game and I feel like that our connection especially in the past three seasons has like gotten so much better and especially this year and sometimes you just got to got a bond with the girls when nothing else yeah. is working so yeah. well i gotta ask you a question so when i started doing football and basketball games back in 2017 and i met this uh this this tall guy on the basketball team that was goofy he was funny he was always cracking jokes how's my guy clay doing he's doing good he is working at his old high school yeah he's coaching he actually has his first head coach position for no the freshman kidding. team yeah he's good for him boy. man I that's know. awesome he's probably listening but yeah, he's the best. He's honestly the person that brought me to the school. So I see all like these tweets and stuff, and they're like, "We should be thanking Clay Stalin." I yeah. 100% agree with that. Really? So, <laughs> so it was Clay that kind of introduced you to the university mm-hmm. and, and got you up here. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, Shelby. When you uh, when this when this streak really started getting going, and you guys win 17 games in the regular season, and you have all this momentum, obviously that's fun, and and it's got to be a lot of fun to be a part of but also it can be draining because you keep setting the bar high game after game after game what's that like I mean it's tough like um it's hard to win you know especially at a collegiate level uh but we we do things that I think other teams don't do we come in an hour early for reps and sometimes we'll stay after practice for reps so we'll be in the gym for like quite a bit uh, some of us get there, if we have practice at 2, we'll be there at 12. And 
we'll make sure that we're our mental game's okay. So we'll meet with like performance staff. We'll meet with mental coaches. My guy um, Riley. Yeah. Yep. Love Riley. Yep. Everybody loves Riley. Yeah, He's Riley's a, great. I, John Ri- too. Riley used to do sports radio. Did really? you know that? Yeah. No, I did not. He used to hang out with me. We did sports radio together, and then he got smart and like, guys, I don't want to do that anymore. Let's go yeah. get a real job. Uh, but but no, that that's fascinating you bring that up. Yeah, it's definitely like I, I texted John. I always talk to John, and I texted him after the season. I was just like, I couldn't have done it without you, dude. Like, I just couldn't, you know? Yeah. So they were super helpful, and we meet. You can meet individually as a team. So we did a lot of group sessions, and we met with uh, this guy named Claire, too, who helped us out. Um but, yeah, we did a lot of extra things that I think made us win. Clay – or, I'm sorry, Clay. <laughs> now, I, now I feel awful. I'm sorry, Tatum. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got Clay on my mind now. But, Tatum, what what is – you guys were just a tough team, and that was really what was fun to watch. What, what is it? Was that part of also what made you guys so tough this year? Is it just part of your DNA and, and who, you, who you are as players? Yeah, I just think when you come on this team, like, you – know that there is obviously a really high standard and you are competing for a spot every day and I feel like one thing that helped us was like our depth like even in the NCAA tournament I mentioned it that we had people come in and out we had a libero switch and like we still have people that can perform this to the same standard as the starters and I feel like that was like really beneficial for us so competition is always great uh, but also it can be tough on a team how do you guys Shelby I'll start with you and then and then Tatum answer that as well how do you guys balance um, competing for spots and playing time and opportunities, but also trying to keep that same good culture and chemistry in a locker room. Yeah, um, honestly, I personally just go off of stats. I'm yeah. like, okay, whoever has the best stats, like if let's say uh, it's me, Jill, and Tatum on the outside, if Jill has better stats than me and Tatum has better stats than me, please put them in. Whatever would make us win, and I think that's one thing that our team does really well. We put each other first and not ourselves first so i think that's why our team dynamic was so good this year because all year we were just like okay put in whoever you think is going to get the job done you know so i think that's one of the reasons why we've been so good tatum what what do you think there yeah, I agree um, with Shelby, and I feel like we were really good at, like, separating stuff that was happening on the court and relationships outside. Like, no matter who Rob chose to play that game or this season, I feel like we managed that super well. Like, even coming from me and Shelby, we're the same position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just feel like we had trust in our coaches that they would play the person who would get us that win, and we just had full trust in them. What is the I, – look, I played – a lot of football back in the day um but that was it you know that wasn't really that good anyway uh but but uh tatum what is what is it like in a weight room what kind of work do you have to put in to be specifically good at volleyball like from a from a weight standpoint and an endurance standpoint like what what do they make you go through to make sure that you're at peak physical condition? Because every sport's a little different on what you have to focus in on. Yeah, 100%. Um, I know that our whole team, we would thank our guy Jimmy for everything. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, love Jimmy. Jimmy's great, yeah. He is the best. Um, Ultimate hype man, too. Oh, he yeah. really is. Yeah. And he just knows what he's doing. And we just have 100% full trust in him. And he's really good at explaining on why we're doing certain things. He won't change our lifts without any explanation. Like, he always wants us to be on the same page with him. Um, And I would say spring is a big thing, like, when we build up our stamina for the fall. And that's what he tells us. Like, we have these runs. And, you know, they're not everyone's favorite. Running never is. But we trust in them. And it's clearly shown these past three years. 
Oh, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Shelby, um, you played a lot of volleyball mm -hmm. from Hawaii to here to UNLV. You've been all over the place. What makes this environment so special when you play there at the Estes, Club Estes? Uh, I, don't, I think it's the hurt. Yeah. <laughs> the hurt. They're amazing. Oh, my gosh. I've never had a crowd like that in my 20 years of playing, you know. Um, so it was really fun coming here and seeing that develop and get better. Even when I was playing against them at UNLV, like they had no fans. And then coming here and this, we had multiple sold-out games is insane. Um, but I just – I love the vibe. And, like, when we're playing on the court, the team is just getting after it. Everything, like, zones out. So it's kind of fun just, like, playing with your sisters out there. Yeah. But yeah. Tatum, um, so I interviewed Levi uh, a week ago on my radio show down in Salt Lake, and and I apologize. Like, the story took <laughs> off way more than I thought it would. And, and so, but, uh, I mean, obviously now it's a national story. I mean, I'm sure he's getting hit up by every national syndication, you know, every news outlet. What's um, – You've got an interesting future ahead of you uh, following him, and as he wants to be a Navy, a, 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 a Navy SEAL, um, wh what are these next few years going to be like for you? Uh, it's going to be a wild ride, that is for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think that the whole um, interview thing, like I feel like it was a blessing in disguise. It got him a lot of connections um, with some people, and he got a lot of information on knowledge that I think that he needed, especially going into the Navy SEALs. And I feel like it's just, like, motivation for him, you know? Yeah. Like, he already knew it inside. But for it to be so public, he's like, I like I am so determined to do this. And I 100% believe and I know that he will do this. I have no doubt in my mind. But, yeah, our um, next journey, it will be interesting. Definitely different than most future college wives yeah. think that their life is going to be like. Um, but I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else but yeah. him. And I'm super excited. That's awesome. And he said, what, March 15th, 16th? Yeah, March 15th, we yeah. get married, and he doesn't start Navy SEAL stuff until the summer in November. So, Well, Shelby, um, when when you, when you hang hang everything up, what, what, what are your plans? What do you want to do? Um, Coaching? Well, I'm pregnant. So, yeah, so oh. I'm having a baby. Um, Congratulations. Me and, me and my boyfriend, yeah. So we're going to move down to St. George and okay. uh, move in with my mom then and rent yeah. out there downstairs. So. My boyfriend, he's actually currently in piloting school, so he's having a fun career ahead of yep, him. And then, for sure. um, yeah, I'm going to try to coach down there, too. I can honestly say this is the first time in the history of the coaches show we've had a pregnancy announcement on the yeah. show. I think <laughs> we can all say, so I, but every, that is awesome. That is so cool. Thank you. Well, that is that is really incredible. It, it's it's got to feel weird, though, because you guys have a college career, and you go, you go, you go, and then all of a sudden it's like you hit a brick wall and it just stops. Yeah. I mean, how do you adjust with that emotionally? That's got to be tough. Tatum, you start, and then Shelby, you comment on that. Yeah, I went to work out today with Levi, and I was like, wow, this is my first time working out not as an athlete. So yeah. it's definitely going to be a mental switch for sure, um, especially not always getting to work out like with your team and be with a team all the time. Um but I feel like it's just that maturity level that you grow being an athlete for four years. And But I'm excited. Yeah. Shelby, how about you? Yeah, I definitely don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I went to QBEX today yeah. as a, at a, a just a public fit, fitness place yeah. over here. And I was like, I have no idea what to do. I don't have Jimmy guiding me anymore. I'm like, what do I even work on? You need you know? somebody yelling at you yeah, like, exactly. give me two more reps. Yes. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's definitely going to be an adjustment. But, I mean – 
I'm excited. I'm excited for the future and what it holds. Um, and yeah. Yeah, we're so excited. She's gonna have like 16 ants. Yes. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet. We were so happy for her when she told us. Oh my goodness. I know. I, I wish there to... was a video. There was just so much love in in that locker room after the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I got to play with my baby uh, at the NCAA so it was, it's like such a cool thing I remember just waiting I was like oh I can't wait to tell everyone wait, wait, so did you tell after the tournament yeah or? like literally right when we finished the game we were all walking in the locker room and everyone was kind of sad and I yeah. was like okay I'm gonna just announce it so I announced it and then everyone was just so happy and like I think it brightened the moods we we're all crying and like super excited because there are seven seniors on the team so we're all like leaving you know yeah. we're not gonna really see each other as much and um so being able to share that news with them it was amazing that's so cool well i i this has been one of my favorite conversations thanks so much guys <laughs> we really appreciate it good luck uh, obviously for all your future endeavors please stay in touch and uh let's get you back to logan as often as we yes, can yes for sure awesome thank you thank you that is so cool shelby capion as well as uh, tatum stall kind enough to join us from the uh, volleyball team utah state uh, with a just a tremendous season we'll talk more with rob nilson coming up next and then blake anderson will join is coming up in about 10 minutes as well. It's all right here on, on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome on back. You're listening to the Aggie Coaches Show, brought to you in part by Lee's Marketplace. Recognize commitment to ensuring your experience is really enjoyable. Take advantage of all kinds of great deals going on. It's where the Aggie shop. Rob Nilsson hanging out with us again as, uh, again, we put a wrap on just a tremendous 2023 season for this volleyball team and but you know the great well the fun thing about a coach and also the the hard part about being a coach is that it's all about what have you done for me lately you turn the page and now it's on to 2024 what's you got obviously we have two players here that are going to be tough shoes to fill you got a lot more what's the process like in the recruiting and everything else that's going on in in the, the world of volleyball right now yeah absolutely we got back from the ncaa tournament on saturday and transfer portal opened on sunday uh, and so uh, we bring in a number of amazingly talented athletes uh, that are coming in. This freshman class is just absolutely packed with r unbelievably great volleyball players. They played at a high level and really, really good athletes. And so just can play high above the net. Uh, but we understand they're going to be freshmen, right? They're, yeah. they're new. And so we're hoping to uh, augment that, supplement it with a couple, you know, experienced players from the portal. Uh, and so we'll see how that goes. But it's going to be, you know, half of our team is going to be brand new uh, to Aggie Faithful. And so, you know, we're going to have to do a lot of work, but it's not something, you know, we haven't been through before. Uh, right before the after the COVID year, right before that 21 season, our first year when we were co-champs, uh, we brought in nine new athletes and uh, and ended up making kind of this magical run. So we're hoping that we've learned some lessons from that. We'll see how we go. Well, it, it only took it only takes a few minutes with Tatum and Shelby to realize that they're not just special players; they're special people. And when you're recruiting, and you want to, obviously talents number one, but to identify somebody that's obviously going to fit in your locker room into your culture and is a good person that represents utah state how does how hard is that to identify uh I, you know i don't know i i just it seems like the volleyball culture in general around okay. the country just is you know there's so many great people and great coaches and great athletes um that i think we're pretty lucky to play a sport that's just so full of of great people but Certainly, I, one of the most surprising things to me 
as we were starting to recruit people. There were people that told us no right off the bat. And then the athletes that we were able to start having conversations with as we started talking about Logan and what is great about it, it seemed like the people that gravitated towards the experience that they would have here at Utah State are the exact kind of people that we needed. Just blue collar, hardworking, wanted to get after it, want to get better every day. Players that weren't having the experience that they wanted at their previous schools uh, because their teammates weren't as committed as they wanted to be. And so you have a conversation with a kid like that. You know, Coach, hey, I just want coaches that care about me. I want to feel like I'm getting better. I want teammates around me that just really care. And that's, you know, it's just it's easy to find yeah. uh, great people. And, and I think we've been really lucky. Shelby talked about, hey, I just wanted to find a small town, a place where I could focus and be dialed in, that this would be all about relationships uh, and have great teammates. And, uh, and so she's special, but it feels like uh, this place attracts, you know, special athletes, and I've been unbelievably grateful for it. Do you feel like the leadership, because obviously you have two good leaders there that you're losing, do you feel like the leadership's in place for next year as well? Uh, I, no. I mean, we're going to have to learn so many lessons with that group. We graduate Kennedy Boyd, who's been our captain for the last three years and is just – been an absolute rock for us emotionally, mentally, as a player, etc. Uh, and then you graduate Tatum and Shelby and Jordy and you know Inca, a foreigner that's been with us for a long time, and Jill who came in, and just Bia who's been this unbelievable competitor for us. And so you know while maybe Kennedy had been our captain and, and the vocal leader of the team, you had five or six other seniors that had been through so many different things and could lead by example and lead with their voice and quietly take players aside and help them understand expectations and how we work and what the you know what is needed from them and and how we approach every day and and, you know from competitive greatness standpoint and uh and so that's not going to be in place you know we have a few players coming back that are voices and leaders uh you know kaylee ray you know one of them that has been a great voice for us uh, and has been a great representative of Aggie volleyball. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have to learn a lot of lessons. And so that's okay. That that gets me fired up as a coach. So I, I was joking with them. We haven't had a lot of pregnancy announcements on this uh, coach's show. <laughs> that, that, that had to be a trip for you. Yeah, it was a surprise for me too. Obviously just hearing so excited for Shelby. Uh, but you get with this group and unprecedented things happen, yep, right? I mean, yep. just, uh, hey, first time for everything. Um, we're so excited for for just all of these athletes as they get to explore the world. And, you know, volleyball, sports, athletics in college is just a microcosm of life. And, and these ladies have just carried with them so many lessons and learned so many things and shown such great character that regardless of the challenges that come to them, they're just going to do a phenomenal job and, and Shelby's going to be just an awesome mom. Well, as Tatum said, she's going to have 16 ants because this is a tight-knit group for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Coach, thanks so much for uh, joining us. We appreciate it. Congratulations on a remarkable season. Bar set really high for uh, 2024, but I have little doubt you guys are going to go out there and find a way to get it done. And we love the challenge. Appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. There he is, Rob Nilsson, everybody, as Utah State gets it Uh, Just obviously a tremendous season and uh, look forward to the upcoming year. We're going to chat with Blake Anderson coming up next. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield. All right, welcome on back. You're listening to the Aggie Coaches Show as 
Utah State football set for another bowl game as Blake Anderson and the crew will be heading up north to Boise as we get set for the Idaho Potato Bowl. And joining us now for the final few minutes of the show. And, Coach, I know you're out on the road. I know you're recruiting, but thanks for making some time for us. How are you? Uh, Coach, we got Coach via Zoom, and uh, maybe you can unmute and see if you got that mute button on. Can you hear me now? You got me. There we go. How you doing, Coach? There we go. There we go. Sorry, technology, man. You know, technology. No worries at all. I'm just glad we get a chance to chat because I know you are crazy busy because you got bowl game preparation, you got all this stuff, and yet you still have to find a way to get ready to restock the shelves for upcoming season. How's, how are things going on the road? It's been, it's been a good week. Uh, a lot going on. We've had some, some healthy commits over the last few days. It's been I think the staff's doing a really good job. Now we got to get them. We got to get them to signing day, and we got to get them to uh, to January when you start talking about transfers. But the mom, the momentum this weekend has been really good, and hopefully we can continue that and keep building and get ready for next season. So uh, let's uh, let's start. Um, and we'll get to the bowl game coming up here in a minute. But uh, you received three big commitments. And in this day and age, we're talking about commitments from guys that are already on your team. And Ike Larson makes the announcement. Jalen Royals makes the announcement. And uh, Anthony Switzer makes the announcement that they're all coming back for next season. Um, I know it's, it's, it's a new world where we have to celebrate these things. But they do need to be celebrated when guys decide to stay put and love what they're building and look forward to the upcoming year. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's the world we're in at this point. They're not the only ones. They're they're obviously several guys that were very you know very vocal, and and, and we're getting heavily recruited to leave. Uh, so for those guys to step up as early as they did in the process, and, and just let everybody know, hey, we're staying put. We're going to keep building. I think it created some momentum in recruiting, but it also let the fan base know that the culture in our building is really strong, and that we're all excited about what the future looks like. That's different than where we were a year ago. Uh, you know, we learned we learned the hard way that the new world of college football, you've got to have a plan, you've got to be proactive, and, and it takes everybody. Our, our collective did have a lot to do with these guys staying. You know, as I've told everybody, we didn't – nobody's getting rich here. We're just trying to make sure these guys know we want them to, to stay and be comfortable and, and not feel the need to leave. Uh, to be truthful, the money out there in the market – is absolutely absurd in some cases. So for these guys to stay and turn down some of the offers that that have been placed in front of them, it says a lot about who they are, how much they love this place, the relationship with them and our staff, and just you know their vision for the future. Uh, it is a group effort, and, and super proud that you know right now our starting too deep. There's not a single guy in our starting too deep that uh, that has chosen to move towards a portal. And, and that, that, to me, is huge for, for what we're trying to do. Considering those announcements and what you have coming back next year and the anticipation of just how good you can be next year, is that resonating with some recruits and some guys in the transfer portal as well that look at some of the weapons you have and say, yeah, I, I, I can see myself being a part of that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we had a great weekend. We picked up some, some huge commits, a couple transfers, that are that are kind of making their way back to us and I, I think they they absolutely 
those guys' decisions, their vocal uh, just approach to, hey, this is where we want to be. And, and, and you know, they want, they want to win. We know we need more. We need, we need more key players to do that. Uh, so, to me, it, it takes all that. I think that's a huge boost. When you see guys' best players that you know are being actively recruited to leave, decide to stay put, I think it helps everything. Both, uh, you know, the, the guys that are looking to come, but also the guys in the locker room as well. And we need all of that momentum to to just kind of carry forward into closing out, hopefully, a great class building up into the offseason. All right, so uh, I always bug you because I always think that you know what bowl game you're going to be going and, and who you're going to be playing. But uh, you're you're about as surprised as anybody when you find out where the venue is and who you're playing. So what was Sunday like trying to figure out where you were going and uh, what were your thoughts when you found out it was Boise and uh, Georgia State? Yeah, we you know we had some indication the day or so before that 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 might be the location. I know you and I talked at one point Boise was not even on the radar. It was like not going to happen. Yep. And little by little by little as we got closer, it became more of a possibility. The night before, we thought we were about 70% going to Boise, but with Alabama beating Georgia and the chaos that kind of ensued from there, there is a trickle down uh, that that really does impact a handful of bowls, and there were several other scenarios on the table. I literally found out about the same time that everybody else in the country did that we were actually confirmed for the Potato Bowl. Uh, maybe maybe a few minutes earlier than it was announced, did I get the thumbs up that this is concrete, it's confirmed, and it's happening. Uh, that's just how I think how fluid the process was all the way until the announcement went out. So I know it's early and you're busy and you're doing a lot of other stuff. You got a Georgia State team that started out the year 6-1 and one and then kind of struggled down the stretch. Do you know much about this team? Well, I know Sean pretty well you know, and familiar with that league and, and played him and his team several times. I did get a chance to watch them a couple times this year. Uh, I, I was just like you watching early in the year when they had gone six and one, I think that's the, the best start they've ever had in, in their history of division one football. The quarterback is dynamic, can beat you with his feet and his arm. Reminds me a lot of Taylor Green, who we just, we just saw win a championship in our league. But uh, the thing I really know is, is Sean just, he is a fiery, enthusiastic, tough-minded dude, and his teams always play that way. It starts with the run game and stopping the run and goes from there. And I always thought they were extremely difficult to, to play. Uh, they, they play spread out football and use all the grass and have a dynamic quarterback. And then just his nature comes through in their guys. He's an old line guy. He's a run the ball, you know, make you stop the run kind of guy. And that's what the game's going to be about for them. Uh, no matter how you line down and all that, it's going to come down to being able to run the ball and stop the run, which – you know, all great teams, I think they know that. Well, Coach, I'm going to let you go. I just wanted to check in with you and get some uh, thoughts on the uh, bowl game. And then 
uh, let you get back on the road and uh, restock the shelves for the upcoming season because I think uh, Aggie fans, with a lot of the announcements, uh, both stuff that you can comment on and stuff that you can't comment on until uh, until signing day and until after January, have got a lot of people excited for the upcoming season. So uh, congratulations on all the good news, and uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's do it. Appreciate you having me. Take care. There you go. Blake Anderson, head coach of the Utah State football team. Hey, Aggie fans, as Utah State Athletics kicks off the holiday season, join the Warming Cash Valley Goods Drive presented by Alta Bank. It'll all benefit the William A. Bernard Warming Center in Logan. Donations of goods will be collected at Alta Bank locations in Cash Valley throughout the month of December. The drive will conclude on Friday, December 22nd, with donations being collected at the Utah State men's basketball games. Make sure to help our neighbors this winter. So, again, big thanks to everyone who joined us on today's show. This has been a fun one. Uh, Rob Nelson, Coach of the Year of the Mountain West Conference, uh, tremendous year, 17-1. and one. Uh, The most Mountain West Conference wins in school history, the first time Utah State's ever gotten an at-large bid into the NCAA tournament. That caps three consecutive Mountain West Conference titles. Such a fun conversation. And remember, next week we'll kick off your basketball shows as well right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. From Ruby's, this has been the Aggies Coaches Show. Brought to you by Ruby's, home of the Aggie Coaches Show. S.E. Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. Ford, build Ford proud. Stokes, Stokes Trucking, doing the right thing since 1979. America First Credit Union, reach your financial goals faster. Sports Academy and Racquet Club, your club, your results, your life. Smith's, proud partner of Utah State Athletics. Beaver Mountain, come ski the beam. Zion's Bank, for big time banking with a home team feel, Zion's Bank is for you. And by Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation on the Aggie Sports Network.